Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's Fourth Estate. Sponsored by Light Orlando, delivering hope together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Florida's Fourth Estate. What a week it has been. I'm Ginger Gadsden. Hey, glad to have you with us. I'm Matt Austin. It's been a bit of a frigid week here in the state of Florida. Is I've that got, why we're wearing coats I've and hoodies? I've got my quarter inside. zip on. You've got your pea coat on <laughs> indoors. This is not a pea coat. What is well, wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, it's a pea coat, right? What is it? Trench? Do you know what a pea coat is? I don't. Like, I didn't think so. It's a trench coat, but thank you. All right. Well, it looks nice on you either way. <laughs> And as we're fighting through the cold, Ron DeSantis has been fighting to try to get a new job. He wants to be president of the United States. The Iowa caucuses were this week. I would say he ended up about where the polls said he was going to end up, Ginger. So he got 21%, which was second place. Donald Trump's resounding victory at 51%. Trump won by 30 points, which really was a almost historic victory. Nobody's yeah. won by that much in the primary. I think the surprise here was is how close uh, DeSantis is with Nikki Haley right now. Because at one point earlier in the evening, she was ahead of DeSantis a little bit. And people were surprised by that. And people are really surprised and a little alarmed that they are basically neck and neck. So much so that his next stop Right after they were done with Iowa, he went right into the home state of Nikki Haley to say, hey, I'm your guy. Yeah, totally. I think people were very surprised that Nikki Haley and DeSantis were that close. I think people were kind of yearning for a decisive second place. See, maybe one of them would drop out. No, it was very tight. And yeah, to see DeSantis going straight to South Carolina, mm -hmm. skipping over New Hampshire, because it seems like Nikki Haley's going to do very well in New Hampshire. She's dumped a lot of uh, resources into yeah. that. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. And now there's talk of layoffs in certain campaigns, and we'll have to see how that yeah. plays out as we go. And that happens as things get a little bit tighter mm -hmm. and things get a little bit closer. Yeah, things start to move fast here. Yeah, yeah, and we start to get a clearer look at the bigger picture as time goes on and we get closer to November. Speaking of getting a clearer look at the picture, Matt, have you seen this guy? There he comes. Okay, what is so... Oh, he looks so... Confused. What is so he doing? So this is in Marion County, and he is apparently slash allegedly... <laughs> Can you even say... We have to say allegedly... But I hate he, that word. we have it on it video covers, what it he's doing. Nothing in the in court. People think you cover your bases with that, and it does nothing in court to throw the word allegedly in there. It's still, but this guy allegedly is stealing a surveillance camera that was set up to prevent theft. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just and he. You have to laugh at this wow, story. He's a terrible stealer because look at him. I'm like, dude, just. Just pop it out of the little thing. Yeah. Not that I've done this before, but man, he's making me dizzy with the way he's just. <laughs> well, he made sure to get a good selfie, and so it was easy to find him. Well, Basically, like. Oh my gosh. This. That, there he is. Okay. You know, when my kids, I've had uh, one of my children gets in a little bit of trouble sometimes, and I say, listen, you're not good at this. Okay, <laughs> you're not going to get away with anything because just you're not it. good at it. Just stop it. You're not good well, at lying. You're not good at getting away with stuff. Great. So just try to live on the straight and narrow. Yeah. This man is not good. No. Um, so I think he's going to give up his life of crime after this and just maybe give TED Talks on <laughs> <laughs> what not 
to do. You, you don't want to become a better crook. You don't want to become a better liar. Just stop. Ted Talks would have fallen a long way <laughs> if we see that guy on stage. I once was know. on a Florida Man <laughs> podcast. People change. Stealing a surveillance camera. Okay, I want you to think about this for a second. You're driving down the road in beautiful, clear water. Mom, daughter, all of a sudden, a tire breaks loose on another car, bounces across a median, flies right Nothing into you can do. the windshield. Nothing you can do about this, but check out the Ooh, damage. Wow. So you can see where it just caved My in gosh. that windshield, and you almost see a tire track across the roof of the car. Mm. Didn't seem like it actually went in. Look at that. But they're wow. okay. Thank the Lord these people yeah. are okay who are in this car, but mm. I mean, only by a miracle... Are they not, somebody so, not get messed up by that, right? Yeah, it is, honestly, those people had guardian angels protecting them in that car because it, it could have gone the other way easily. And even if the tire didn't do the damage, they could have just lost so much control of the car that they would flip and end up in a bad situation. But thank goodness that, you know, we have this picture and everybody's going to be okay. Yeah, you That's, think the thing you have to avoid on the roads is all the other crazy psychos out there driving yeah. around on I-4. Again, this was in Clearwater. But, man, it uh, crazy. Close call. Glad to say that that mom and that daughter are doing just fine tonight. Okay. So, Matt, are you missing anything? And have you been to uh, Lee County Goodwill? Fortunately, uh, neither of the – I mean, I'm probably missing something. <laughs> many things. Many. But not like this. <laughs> Okay, so somebody donated an urn to the Lee County Goodwill store. This one right and, here. It's pretty. Well, it's, it's very pretty, but somebody's in there. Somebody, like their ashes are in there? That's somebody. What's left of somebody. Yeah. And so you can't really just donate that. The person who donated probably didn't realize it. This is why everybody, just get your houses in order. Don't have a bunch of stuff. Why are you laughing? I just feel like this is a big story about you and your future. <laughs> Not inside the urn, but I could see you doing this. Ginger gets so angry about stuff that's in her house that is just doesn't have a purpose and doesn't. So she will just get rid of everything, right? And one day you're going to get rid of something very important like this, and you're just going to put it in a big Goodwill stack. First of all, way to put me on blast. Uh, <laughs> Do you not feel convicted right now? <laughs> Allegedly, I don't like a lot of things in my home. <laughs> you don't like clutter. You don't like I, hanging on to stuff. But if you look at my desk, you would think, wow, you're the you queen You would think of you clutter. love some clutter. <laughs> yeah, just so I get to. It's organized chaos. Can, okay, it's organized look at this. Chaos, no, it's the, not organized. I'm going to take my camera and I'm going to show my, you. Look at this just stack of books with a cow on it with a cowbell. And yeah, here's Ginger. I'd like to show you my little Ted Lasso man. <laughs> you got <laughs> me one of those. Man, yes. I appreciated that. Anyway, wow. You just cluttered up that whole story, you, Matt, is what you, you cluttered just up did. my life. But, but at, her, at your home, you want to get rid of stuff. And imagine if that's the thing you accident. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe somebody was cleaning out the house for them. But it's also the reason why you end up, you'll hear every once in a while somebody found like something antique or something that is some designer thing worth thousands of dollars because you left it behind, you're now gone, you don't have control over where it goes, and your kids, your grandkids, they don't want your stuff, they just give it all away. And that's, that's what happens. I think it's important, 
as you're still with sound mind before you get too in old. In your right you can, mind. Don't I know that some parents just leave their kids to sift through all of their crap. We don't want that. You don't want to do that to your no. kid. They're already sad. It's a sucky situation. Try to get your stuff in order before you kick the bucket. That's yeah. Don't, I don't leave want, it with I them. don't want Finn and Cinnamon having to go, <laughs> go through my stuff. <laughs> and deciding who gets what. I don't want it. No. You're gonna be like when the crazy cat lady with like a hundred cats <laughs> when she kicks the bucket and people find out like four weeks later because oh. of the stench. Oh and then, wow. <laughs> Is that what let's move on. Speaking you know how you can get rid of that stench? What? With a loofah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a story. We did it exclusively online. One of our digital journalists, Anthony Talcott, did a great job because for years now, there has been this rumor in the villages, which is in Lake allegedly. County. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> no, it, it is in Lake County. But the rumor is that allegedly people put different colors of loofahs on their vehicles or golf carts. Because they're swingers. Maybe. If that's what they're into. There's a different color. There's a color code. For each different kind of thing you're into. We're not going to go into that whole thing. But it goes from not. like a white loofah. Like you're like a white belt. Yeah. All the way to I think the last one. There's a one's black loofah involved. But we did get many comments about it. People saying it's true. It's absolutely true. And then a few people saying that we find that's how we find our cars. We put it on to mark our cars. That's where I landed on it. Yeah. It's I just, not. I don't think it's actually true. I think yeah. it's just a fun little rumor. And by the way, the folks in the villages, they get tagged with this label of like the STD capital of the don't world. I've heard that it. so many times. Why do you keep repeating that? I'm saying it because it, you hear it everywhere and, and it's, it's just so not, not true. true. No. It's not true at no. all. That, Leave that them people alone. have looked up the Leave records. The villages is a wonderful place. One day I might want to live there. When I'm over You're 55. not allowed now. You brought Why? that stupid rumor up. I, I dispelled the rumor. All right. Stay with us. We, <laughs> Please. We got to get we'll out of here. We'll be right back. <laughs> Florida's fourth estate. Getting fishy with it this week. <laughs> We're Sounds doing it. We're doing it. You know, we love wow. to talk about interesting Florida businesses. Mm -hmm. And this is such a Florida-esque business. If you catch that trophy fish, a lot of people want to remember it by putting that thing on their wall. But there's a whole new way of doing this where the fish can actually survive this ordeal. We're going to find out how it's done. But you know, they say you teach, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. You teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. What happens if you taxidermy? a fish you give him memories for a lifetime right the man who does that <laughs> that's where you were going with that that was good our motto is makers of memories oh makers oh. of i love that so we are joined now by bob brown of bob brown's taxidermy in nautical in port canaveral i would imagine that the process in which this happens has changed quite a bit since you started doing doing this back in it was it 1978 how has that changed because i i heard that when uh it first started people would bring the entire fish to you and you got you ate a lot of fish a lot of times when they would bring us fish we were just beginning so we made molds off the original fish which entailed uh taking the guts out of the fish and stuffing it back with some sawdust so it takes its shape again and then we would pose the fish 
and put plaster, we would pose it in sand, put plaster of Paris around the edges. Once that plaster dries, then we would actually fiberglass the fish. And once the top was done, we would flip it over, remove the plaster of Paris, and fiberglass the back of it. And once that was done, you'd pop that mold in half, disregard the fish because it's getting a little rotten by that time. And then you have mm -hmm. a, a mold you're able to make the reproduction out of. And we could probably use one mold for, I don't know, 10 years or so until it got messed up. But that's not the way it works anymore, right, Bob? I mean, if somebody has yeah. a very well, unique fish, it can work that way. But that's not the way it is with, with most fish these days? That's correct. Now, we've got over 5,000 molds at our disposal. You're pretty busy, right? I know people are probably watching this at home thinking, when, what does this guy get, one a month or something? How, how many fish come in, let's say, per week uh, for people wanting to remember that they caught this particular fish? As far as people calling up for fish that they've caught, we probably do get about five to eight calls a week. Okay, so there. we want you to take us for a little trip around uh, this place that you've, you've been managing. All right, let's go out to the showroom first. Of course, this is all for packing and shipping the fish. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. There's big hammerhead shark. Wow. Look, the colors are beautiful, though. That is. The that is some serious craftsmanship. Uh, this is a wahoo. Oh, wow. This up here, I don't know if you can see it. That's a black grouper. God, that's pretty. There's a kingfish. What, what are you stealing it with? It looks like a glaze. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we use automobile paints, and it's a, it's a urethane clear coat. And this, this fish here, the barracuda, we do more Ooh. barracudas than anything else. <laughs> Barracuda's your number one seller? I never would have guessed that. Why do you think yeah. that is? Well, well, we have charter captains down in South Florida, and they're taking tourists out all the time. And barracudas are easy to catch. You don't mm. have to go out too far. And I'm just assuming that the, the people love the mouth and the teeth. Mm -hmm. Look at that thing. Too. Give us a close-up of those teeth. Yeah, are those teeth? Those can't be part of the cast, huh? Are those things, you add those no, in no. after the fact? Yeah, we use the original wow. teeth. You use oh. the original teeth. Oh, wow. Yep. That's, then look, we boil I mean, them and... Ooh. How long does one of these things take, Bob? Oh, we could do one fish in a day if we had to, but, you know, we do several at a time. Okay. You probably do it like an assembly line kind of process. What's that one up there? Uh, yeah, that's that's a big red fish, red drum. That's a river fish. They go in the ocean also. So, and you are shipping these things. Are you shipping them just uh, across the country or do you ship them across the world? Uh, we have shipped, we shipped some to Germany this year. We shipped some to Mexico this year, but most of it's um, in the United States. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at that one. That is a wild paint job. That's another black grouper. I mean, it's one so guy ordered realistic. three of them. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> yeah, so what's is, the yeah. one? The one that's above it is the one that I'm accustomed to seeing over people's mounted. Yes. That one, yeah, that's what you normally see. Yep, sailfish. Yeah, I, wish we, I yeah. wish we got more orders for sailfish because they're because we charge by the inch. 
<laughs> All the way to the tip. Uh, <laughs> to the tail. <laughs> Bob, you got to tell me how much does a sailfish like that cost? Somebody orders that thing. What are they going to be charged? We charge we charge $14, $14 per inch. Oh. So without, okay. without my calculator, that fish is about 85 inches, so 85 times 14. Take us through where I know your sons are back here working, uh, doing some artwork of their own, right? Yeah. Here's, uh, here's uh, Travis. He's setting the teeth in the barracuda. What is that's this machine? The that's, a, that's, a, that's the heart of our business there. Without that, we, we're nowhere. Is it a time machine? Because that's what it looks like. Well, <laughs> don't stand too close. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right he's taking us into and this is where this is where we do all the grinding oh like uh like sanding things down mm -hmm. yeah yeah that, exactly. that room right there looks like it's out of a horror flick come back around the corner here this is the spray booth okay this is all the paints every fish is hand painted with an airbrush Nice. Probably tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of fish have been painted in that room. Fair to say? At least. Yeah. Yeah. At least. I, I love that you still have the craftsmanship, that it is all done by hand and not mass produced. Because, I, I mean, you can't get something this beautiful and this unique from a, a machine that pumps out, you know, thousands a day. You guys are doing that uniquely right here in Florida. And we, we love that your work goes out all over the place. So now that you don't have to cast all the time new fish, cause you have this, somebody basically just sends you a picture of, Hey, I've got this, uh, this certain fish, a largemouth bass or a sailfish or whatever. It's this many inches long. You're like, okay, I have a cast for that. I'll send it to you. That's correct. Yep. Okay. That's all we need. Oh, my gosh. And this way, Bob, I would imagine that people can, you know, because some people are worried, like, they can catch and release the fish. They take a picture, they release it, and all is well. Yeah, and that's been a big selling point also with the conservation these days and mm -hmm. the dwindling of the fish stocks that you can catch a nice fish and, and you know, handle it gently and, and let it go. Get a picture if you can and a measurement and, let it go, and you can still have a nice replica made. In fact, we most people do that these days. Yeah, I like that idea. I, like I go that. fishing with my daughter all the time, and when she does, if she does catch a big old, we're usually like bluegill kind of fishing right now. <laughs> and when she catches like a big, yeah. she caught a big meaty bluegill the other day, and I was like, oh man, this is the biggest one I've ever seen. But I like that someone can, someone else can catch it in the future. If people want to get in touch with you, want to save that memory, what's the easiest way to get in touch with you guys? Brown, it's brown taxidermy, one word, dot com. Well, I'm fascinated, my friend. Thank you so much for uh, guiding us through this business that, I, I mean, I've walked in people's houses and seen giant marlin and stuff up there and thought, what the f going on with that? Was that the actual fish? That. Was, that a, yeah. was that just a recreation? Yeah. So it's good. You answered a lot of my questions today. And uh, good. we wish you the best of luck. All right. Well, I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the time. Thank you. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus.